Hey, Zach Show. This is That's All Folks here. I'm here for Science Thursday. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. We haven't recorded an episode in like a, a since Sunday, since Pablo Sunday. It's Thursday now. Yeah, I know. This whole thing, you working at an office is really fucking up the podcast. I've been, the, for those of viewers at home, I've been working in an office this week. Usually I'm working at home or not really working at home. Yeah, you uh, you turned in the jammies for the week, put on the freaking suit. The thing is, though, and it's the weirdest thing, and I'm kind of em- I'm embarrassed about this a little bit, is that the only reason I'm in the office, nobody else is here. I'm here alone. <laughs> like, yeah. I may as well be. So you can be, you can wear, you, you might as well get there and just get naked and then work. Yeah, I really could. There's nobody here. I'm just in a room, like a one room studio. It's like computers, a computer, there's a cameras. But nobody's here. And I was like, why? I kept asking my friend, Regina, who, like, she's the one who, like, uh, she gave me this work. Like, I'm working for... She's contracting for, you. Contracting me out for Genius. And I was like, Reg, why am I here? What am I doing here? And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> what she said? Well, and I had a suspicion about why. And I, I was right. It's because, like, I'm so unreliable when it comes to, like, schedules yeah, that she had to convince her coworkers that it that they should hire me again. But like, I promise he's gonna he's gonna be on time. He's gonna hit the schedules. And they were like, "Well, what if he like works in the office?" Then like, we know he is in the he's in the office. He'll respond to us when we message him. Like he'll like it'll be like some way to like make sure he's like on task. I mean, don't you respond to them though? Not you. I mean, when I'm at home, like sometimes I don't. But like, yeah. it's true. When I am at a desk, I'll respond. So I've been having to come to this like an empty studio on the other side of Los Angeles every day. I've been waking up at 5.30 a.m. and getting here by 7 a.m. and just Holy sitting in this room shit. alone. And, yeah, and editing. I forgot that you had to get there so damn early. I thought you had to get there at 8. No. And so, yeah, but I'm, like, such a, I'm such a big baby that nobody can trust me to get anything done on time that they have to control me this hard. I mean, like, maybe you could convince them after this be like, look, I know no, what I think they're right. I, I mean, they probably they are. I support it. Like I tell everybody, I tell everybody, and I know it's not a good thing to say, but it's like, well, I mean, it does work. Just lie to me about the deadlines. Tell me what, like, <laughs> like just tell, tell me, like, me it's three days due. Before. Yeah, literally, I tell them that. Like, give me, like, do it a week before. I, and, and then, and after I told somebody to do that, a few people did do it to me on a few mm-hmm. different occasions, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait a second, did you do what I told you? To, this is it? And they're like, yep. And I was yeah. like, see, it worked out. <laughs> Cause like they're like, oh, nice. Like, cause right, like well, I would do, I would do it. Like it would be due like one day, and I would like stay up all night the day before it was due, like finishing it, cramming it into the lat, and like being like, here you go, turning it in, like scraping into the finish line, turning it in, and it'd be like, ah, oh, cool. Let's do a week from now. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so could I come work at the Genius Studio? I don't know if you officially can, but yeah. off the record, yeah. I mean, I will say, because this week I went to Starbucks, like, twice, and I'm like, wow, I'm actually, like, getting a lot more done. Yeah, you can't, like, Regina's probably not going to listen to this. Nobody from Genius is probably going to listen to this. So, yeah, yeah. go ahead, print, come in here. It's, like, nice as a couch. There's a couple, a lot of chairs. It's, like... Any, like, any, like, coffee makers or anything? Nothing. There's no food. Yeah. There's no... No, that's the thing I was kind of bummed about, too. It's nothing, like, a... It's really just a room where they shoot things, and you can edit in here, too. It's just like, a, it's just a studio. Yeah. But well, yeah, you can come here. 
Well, you want to dig it? Start. I actually contacted Kyle, Marine Kyology, for this, and he hasn't shown up. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. I was surprised we got him for the first. Time. I know. I was kind of like, it was a nice surprise. Um. So, anyways, maybe we'll get him get, next week. Let's uh, get into the uh, get into the DNA. Um, I'm gonna just trying to make a science analogy. I don't know. Let's get. Let's, into... let's start unraveling some of that uh, DNA news. Science. Uh, I don't actually. I was looking for some. So oh, actually, yeah. Do you want to go? Okay, first the DNA. I'll do some DNA. Hold on, news. hold on, hold on a second. Huh. Welcome to Science, Science Thursday. Laurel, Laurel. Just gonna keep that going out through. Throughout the science Thursday. Welcome okay. to Science Thursday. I'm Ryo Plato. <laughs> so I, uh, I I collected a lot of articles this week, so we're not going to get to all of them. But all right, there's. Well, I mean, a, that's good that we can get to the get to the good ones. I guess there's a lot of good ones. I think like Damn. I love looking like this is actually my I love looking at science news. There's so many like goofy reports that like. And you know, like we talked about that thing about the um, transplanting memories last week. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And w- that was like some fresh news when we were talking about it. We were the first ones to really even report on that. Damn. New York Times had their article like a few days after us. Like, we were we were on it. Good. So it's good to hear. If you want to hear about DNA, since you mentioned DNA, I'll, <laughs> I'll lead with my first story. I got kind of a lot of like conspiracy theory type science this week. Um, conspiracy, sign- like things that tie into conspiracy theories, like big ones. This one, this okay. one, the most, the most so. Scientists to uh, lead. Can, hold on, hold, hold on. I just did we did we get any um, any uh, feedback from um, like did we get any did anyone respond to our did, did we get any comments about the last. No, or no, kind of just going out of it. Okay, all right. I, I got some check. feedback on the Paul Bro Sunday. One feedback, somebody liked it. Really? Yeah, it was just Evan. Though. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Darryl? Evan, Daryl. Shout out to Daryl Sweat. Okay, hold on. Speaking of science, I'm gonna fill up my water bottle right now because I have to replenish my um, body, and that's scientific. So, uh, okay. pardon, pardon the noise here. I actually saw something. I didn't save this article, but something about if you drink too much water, it's bad for you too. And there's like some effect on your brain. I didn't, it was like kind of uninteresting. So I didn't really read the rest of it, Mm. but that was the claim. I don't really want to get into that, but I'm just going to guess that like you're, you're just drinking so much water that your body doesn't have a chance to like really use it. So it's just maybe just going right through you. I it's not really having know. a chance to like sit and I, I don't know. That's that like sounds my, right. Uh, Go with completely uneducated guess, but yeah, that, that, that I think that is right. So, okay, you, you ready right. for the first article? This is a good one. Well, let's get into it. Do you believe yeah. in the Loch Ness monster? I can't say I do. Well, scientists to like lead to. DNA hunt for a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> so what they're gonna do? The uh, they're sort of using it just to like get the money to actually do this thing that they want to do anyway. But they're doing this thing where they're scraping the bottom of the lock, the, the lock like this, this um, lake. Is it a lake? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a lake. Yeah. Um, it's a lake, but they call it a lock. It's called a lock. 
I think it's a like the lake is called Loch, the Loch, mm. the Loch Ness, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. called the Loch Ness. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's come out the original photo. It, it came out originally that like this photo, the famous photo of the Loch Ness that was in the newspaper in 1930, and people are like, "Holy shit, it's real!" Like came out in 1994. Someone said that's a that was a hoax. That was my like uncle or something, and he just put like a s- fake snake on a submarine and told me to take a picture. Like yeah, so like people people still believe it. Um, they said there was yeah. like 1,000 people in the in the town now that have seen it. But anyway, so the scientist is going there. He's going to dredge the bottom of the lake, like all like the mud and shit, and go through all that and just like. Are they going to drain the lake? No, no, no. They're just going to scrape the bottom of the lake, I believe. Um, Yeah. And they're just going to look for, like, scales, feathers, fur, feces, everything. Anything, right. And just analyze all of it and then try to match it up to existing databases. And then I guess, like, if they find something that they don't know what it is, they'll be like, oh, shit, it's Nessie. But (laughs) they're not going to find Nessie. Like, in this article that I read, it talks about all the different times that scientists have gone in with different types of devices to like scan the lake and search for this monster they've never found it <laughs> that's kind of crazy that they even devoted that much it's because so much like... people so many people care about it so do you think that those are people like are donating to like the actual yeah so i think like cause? it's sort of like he's like you know we're doing it like luckily like this the like the popularity of the loch ness monster is like sort of giving us the money and like like that is yeah. sort of like the um that's like getting us in the door, but really they're just interested in learning about the lock, like the ecology of the Loch Ness. And I mean, if they find some Nessie DNA, that's going to be a bonus, but they don't really think they're going to, they're just excited about the other DNA. And that's kind of, that's kind of a cool like idea is to kind of like poop to scoop people into like giving money to something that maybe, you know what I mean? Like take uh-huh. something like that actually matters, like whatever. I mean, yeah. I don't want to always fucking go back to cannabis, but you know, yeah. make something fucking really crazy. And then people be like, Oh my God, like, yeah, let's see if this really, and then there's like actually like a positive, like mm-hmm. study or in like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of any other things like this. Yeah. Off the top of my head, but yeah. Yeah. But just like under the cover of like something like entertaining and like poppy, they're yeah they're slipping science in there but yeah they said uh <laughs> i I read this this is funny to me there was a flurry of excitement among nessie hunters in 2016 when sonar imaging revealed something at the bottom of the lock that resembled the shape commonly attributed to the beast it transpired however that that shine and his team had discovered an abandoned prop from the 1970 film the private life of sherlock holmes <laughs> the the 30 foot model was discovered 180 meters beneath the surface by a robot which was surveying the lock so yeah it was just a big prop big fake nessie and that was the closest they came people were psyched like oh shit that's so funny <laughs> you know like the guys that worked on that were like oh shit like whoops <laughs> like i don't yeah. know i'm gonna find that one <laughs> yeah so that's pretty much it i don't know nothing much else but um they're doing it um well, we like to start with a, a nice light piece of uh, science to yeah. draw in our listeners. Yeah. I can't figure out when they're going to start this. Um, yeah, it doesn't really matter. They're doing it soon, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, 
here's some news that I'm mad as hell about if you saw my Twitter account in the last 24 hours. I mean, I've, I've noticed that you've been tweeting a lot more probably because you're sitting at your computer in an office. Yeah. But did you see all <laughs> my retweets about the whale? No. Holy I shit. Didn't. I'm What's going on? so mad. Um, so, you know Free Willy, right? Not personally, but I think you know I met one of his relatives at you one know time. How, you know how I'm a whale head, right? Like, I, all my mm-hmm. life, I've always loved killer whales. I wanted to be a whale trainer. Yeah. Well, Your Indian god name was Spouting Whale. Yeah. So, there's... Which, which is kind of, like, a little bit racist, that thing. Spouting now. Whale? No, just like Indian, yeah, Indian yeah, Indian guides. guides, yeah. I guess it should have been Native American guides. The story actually has Native would... Americans in it. So the story mm. the head t- headline is "Free Lolita, the Killer Whale." She's the only freeborn orca still in captivity in the U.S., and her birth pod and even her mother are still living in the wild. So this isn't a blog article. Birth pod, yeah, like her family. Oh, so oh, like okay. they're the only whales that are now in like in tanks in, in SeaWorld and stuff were born in captivity. But back in the seventies, mm. I guess there was this big, huge roundup of whales where they rounded up, I think like they said like 70 whales and um, Lolita was one of them. And she's now in a tank. She's been there since the seventies. She's in a tank in Miami and at Miami sea aquarium. And the we, they want to put her back in the wild people are like she's she her family's still alive so she was captured from the wild initially yeah up in washington state in the pacific uh, northwest yeah and so she she still sings the songs of her of her family like i guess each pod has like a like a certain... family song i'm going to mm-hmm. go with uh let's say it's uh so she's up at night singing the songs of her family. What if it's what if it's something more like? Yeah. <laughs> you talking about? Yeah, Michael Jackson. Wait, hold on. Let me cue it up. <clears throat> that was bad. I just worked out so my voice is a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, so I got steamed as fuck. Because, like, so there's a Native American tribe in the Pacific Northwest that in, in that area where the whale was captured, and the Lumi tribe, and they, are, they carved a big whale... And they're traveling around the country, ending up in Miami. And they're, like, s- starting this big movement that's, like, we need to set this whale free. It, it would just be a really nice thing, you know? Like, she, yeah, they said, it's, like, the last one. Yeah, and, and they said, uh, usually, like, yeah, sure, maybe the argument from, this, from the aquarium is, like, she's been here for so long. She's not going to survive in the wild. She doesn't know how to, how to hunt anymore. She's going to get back. She's going to get disease. It's just What's not a your... good idea. But this. What's your two cents on that? Well, my two cents is like they might be right, but this they might be. But the, but I think that that yeah, go ahead. The uh, the person who wrote this blog post, she's a marine biologist, I believe. I looked her up, and she's like, she seems credible, and she said, in my like scientific opinion, mm-hmm. uh, 
this this will work like it's very likely since her mother's still alive since killer whales are matriarchal run by the mother the mother's still alive and a lot of her family's still alive and she was captured when she was like a teenager i want to say so she she did learn how to hunt she had those skills they think like as far as as like this expert's concerned this is a good case for being re-released and like it would be so beautiful the uh the Native American tribe has like bought a part of the land, a part, a part of the ocean, and they're going to, uh, uh, for a while, they want to like start her off in like this small zone that's like, um, netted off. So it's not like way out in the mm-hmm. ocean. So in this safe spot, and then maybe mm-hmm. eventually let her out into the ocean. So like they, mm-hmm. they're like taking all these precautions to like make it work. But the sea aquarium's like, no, and they won't let the, they won't let a, a vet, go in and look at her to assess whether this is a good idea, like a third-party vet, the uh, the aquarium won't. Yeah, because they know they're going to be like, agree with the, with the, with the marine the biologist. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Is it, like, what, is it SeaWorld? I don't know. It's Seaquarium, uh, which is like yeah, a because... corporation. They have like a bunch of um, parks all over the United States. I feel like I heard of recently that even like all of like Mexico's like made it illegal for them to have whales anymore. Like, yeah, it's like all completely. over the world. I mean, it's like it's, we really yeah. fucked up. I wanted to be a, a whale trainer so bad when I was little, and as I got older, I realized that that I couldn't do that, and also love whales. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to be near them. But I realized like there's no like good way to do that. Yeah, they need a lot of space. But it's sad. They just say, like, she's, she still sings the songs of her family every day. Just imagine that. Yeah. I mean, do they have, like, tracking on the rest of the, on the, rest of the pod? So they know yeah, they're yeah. alive? Yeah. That's the thing. They know so much about this. So they say so fucking stupid. Right? Like, let, her go, let, let her go with the fucking pod. The pod will help her hunt. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you can picture a bad scenario where they let her go and the whole pod just, like, tears her apart. That will be not so good but yeah the, but the, i mean most people the scientist agrees that it's like if if any whale is like ripe for doing this it's this one mm-hmm. her name's lolita she has like a indian name too like a native american name like talukame or something mm. that actually sounds familiar but maybe because there a lot of the whales that i've just heard about have have like that kind of like tribal name or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. that sounds i just feel like i've heard that yeah like. but it's pretty cool if you look at if you guys look up the um the uh it's not like a totem pole but they i think somebody called it a totem pole it's like a horizontal pole that's just the shape of a whale it's a pretty sweet carving I think that they is did. still a totem pole they're taking the, that around the country and yeah i really it would be nice you know like what a story yeah, it would warm the hearts of people, I think. They're going to be in, if you're listening to this... Is there science, some kind of petition? There's no petition. You just kind of have to, like... They're not that organized, too. I like can't. I had a hard time finding out where they were going to be at what times. Mm-hmm. So, And I missed the time they were in L.A. And it was, like, even a private event. I couldn't have gone anyway. But if I would have seen it and I could have gone, I would have been there flipping, like, crying and saying, Get her out of there! We got to do like a fucking Hey Arnold move, going with the freaking skateboard. Did they? Out. Did they let a whale go in that? It was a turtle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, we just need to pull a classic Free Willy. I don't know why you, we had to go to Hang Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Did they let? Yeah, they let I him thought, go. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I wasn't sure if, like, they just let him go. Like, I, I thought it was more of just, like, they wanted to keep him. And they're like, nah, like, we got to let him go. I didn't know it was, like, they stole him and then let mm-hmm. him go. Yeah. Let her, yeah. her? Him? I think it was oh, no. him. Her. Uh, His name know. is Willie. I feel like they would have. <sighs> but, yeah, like... It's so this Saturday they're they're ending it. they're gonna be in Miami and they're gonna like sort of have like a protest. If you're in Miami, go there. Nice. Like the least we could do is just be like let them send their let's send a third party veterinarian in there and assess whether they think it would be okay. Yeah, that seems like that would be the logical. Like whales, um... she's like I think she said she there she's like fifty something years old now. And whales mm-hmm. live to be about 80, so, like, she still has some time left. I would say so. Pretty good amount. Okay, yeah, well. I'm steamed hashtag, as hell about that. Hashtag free Lolita. Yeah, it is on, there is a hashtag for it. Um, Figured. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's move on. What else do we got uh, in, the old, uh, in the old cauldron, in the, uh, in the beaker, if you will? Um, let's see. I have a lot of animal news. I guess that's just what I, what I, what I've picked yeah. when I'm looking through stuff. Uh, you want to space news, health news, uh, mm. evolution news. Let's go evolution. Sounds good. Okay. So this is funny because... You know how people are like to think that humans are like so special and like different from animals, and then like just time after time we're like, nah, we're actually like ninety nine percent chimp. Like we're not that different. Yeah. Well, here's another another blow to the human uh, ego. ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote: Uniquely human muscles have been discovered in apes. So it looks like they're not uniquely human. So, <laughs> so I'll just read the, this paragraph because it's a good like summary. Uh, Muscles believed to be unique to humans have been discovered in several ape species, challenging the long-held anthropocentric theories on the origin of evolution of s- human soft tissues. This questions the view that certain muscles evolved to provide special ad- adaptations for human traits, such as walking on two legs, tool use, and sophisticated vocal communication and facial expressions. The findings highlight that through the knowledge of ape anatomy, or the findings highlight that thorough knowledge of ape anatomy is necessary for a better understanding of human evolution. So, I mean, the 101, you got it. Like, there's like a couple muscles in the face, in the jaw, in the legs. There were a few muscles that were like, oh, yeah, we're the only ones who have that. So, that must be why we were walking on two legs, and that must be why we can talk. Like, these, like, these are like the special human muscles that no one else has. And then, like, <laughs> the thing is, is like, nobody questioned that for a long time. They're just like, oh, yeah, probably. But this person yeah. was like, well, let me see. And it was tough to get their hands on some monkeys, but they, they got a bonobo and they got a chimp, I think. And they, they, a bunch of them, not just one, a couple of them. And they dissected them and looked for these muscles that they claimed were only in humans. And they're like, oh, there it is. Oh, there's the, there's the other one. And I get that's uh, right where we thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, we keep wanting to like, find like biological evidence for why we're so cool like why we're like just justifying like our place but we still 
keep running into these things. They're like, no, nah, actually, animals have that too. Like tool use for a long time was something that we said was only for humans, and then we found like a million animals that use tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much that. Uh, Not much. I mean, yeah. Oh, you want? Uh, here's a good, another good thing. This is another sort of like um, anthropology. Mm-hmm. Thank you has little currency worldwide. You know how Nana, our grandma, we call our grandma Nana for those listeners yeah. at home. Nana was like so hardcore about you having manners, like saying thank you, like please, you know, manners mm-hmm. were, were so important to her. So these people found out that little that the word thank you is not really used that much around the world. <laughs> like really? Yeah, like the idea of like saying thank you for doing little things like handing for instance, the example is like, can I borrow a cigarette? All right. That's it. Silence. Can I have a cigarette? Mm. He just takes it. No, thank you. That's kind of, so, that's, yeah. that's kind of the norm worldwide. So they, the researchers, they, they put cameras and microphones in people's homes and public spaces on five continents, allowing Up the, people's butt, <laughs> allowing the researchers to record conversations <laughs> in eight languages. And they recorded almost a thousand examples of people asking for a favor. And they said, mm-hmm. and only 5.5% of those cases did the recipient express appreciation with either words or a gesture. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess it's that's just, just super um, like American or like yeah, United States. Yeah, Western or something. They said the results mm. indicate... That ex- the results indicate that explicit gratitude is not a universal social currency. Instead, people help each other on the assumption that others will help them. So it's like, I don't need to say thank you. We're just going to, do- I'll do something nice for you later. Like, we don't need the word. Hmm. Do you feel like the word thank you is sometimes all you need? Yeah. Like, if I do something, if somebody does something for you, thank you, and that's, a, that's it. You don't owe them anything. The thank you was the exchange yeah depending on what it is but i mean it is kind of interesting right i will say that i feel like we in our pod say thank you like probably like 20 per 20 to 30 percent more than most people i know most people i encounter i feel like i say it maybe over the top I feel like I say it maybe too many times. Like I'm thinking about the amount of times I say thank you at like Subway. Yeah. It's probably a little overkill. But I think, you know, that's why I brought up <laughs> Nana. Cause I feel like Nana really drilled it into us that like, if you've got, yeah. if nothing else, you just have to be, use manners. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that was pretty ingrained into me, but I also like agree with it. Yeah, me too. Like, I feel like being nice and like saying thank you. Like, I feel like, especially like you were talking about Subway, like people in the food service industry, people in any, doing anything for me. They're doing something right. I feel so horrible that they're like working at that job and like doing this for me. Like, I don't. You're like, like, (laughs) give me those gloves. I can put the turkey on there. You take a break. (laughs) And I wonder. I, I just wonder, like they said, that, that that people help each other on the assumption that others will help them. Like, do you think that this is more common in places where people know each other more? And so... Mm, that's a good point. 
You know what I mean? Where like public, it's like I don't. Not as I don't say thank you to you and like people in our family as much. Like I do. Yeah, we do just do things for each other because we do expect things to be done in exchange later. Like Mm -hmm. we assume. I think that that's my assumption when I read this. That they just assume that like well that that you're just doing the right thing. So there's no sense in like glorifying it. Yeah, and like. Like I was saying, like, it's almost like the favor, we exchange the favor, like making the sandwich, and then what you get in exchange, what we give for for the f- sandwich is a thank you. Like, you give mm-hmm. me the sandwich, I give you the thank you. But I feel like, yeah, I think like people you know better, whenever they do you a favor, it's like, well, I'll probably do a favor for you later. Yeah. Whereas I mean, I, I will say. might be too I mean, formal. You might say, like, yeah, like, I'll get you back, but, like, I will Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, but I guess I'm kind of surprised, but yeah, I don't know. Thank I'm trying you. to think of like, I'm trying to think it of like. It seems so natural. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, thanks. you said it's maybe like Western, but like for me, I'm like trying to relate it to like when I like lived with the host family in Spain, they definitely mm-hmm. like commented on like my, how like polite I was and like, I feel like oh. they, I feel like they kind of were like they did like i would always like because i got my like all my meals made for me like she my host mom was just like that's that's my job like that's what i do and i feel like she thought she definitely there were some times when i feel like she was like it's a little overkill that you're being so like thankful and like i would like i I literally i couldn't even take my fucking plate to the kitchen like she was like no i'll do that i was like oh yeah so yeah i don't know it's a little different outlook on like yeah do you feel Mm -hmm. bad when anybody does anything for you pretty much depends what it is but i do have like that like like okay well yeah yeah yeah. i guess i'm like yeah well i'm gonna have i feel like i I store it away and i'm like well i'm gonna remember that so i'm gonna have to do something to like depending on what it is but it depends what it is and who it is obviously Yeah, I, I do feel bad about anybody doing anything for me, pretty much. I wouldn't say I feel bad, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I do feel like then I owe them. That's maybe I don't like to owe anybody. Yeah, I think that I would agree with that. And maybe that's why we say thank you so much is because like that's the thank you ends it. So yeah, you don't like, owe anybody so maybe anymore. say it twice, and you're like, all right, I just want to make sure, like. I don't owe you shit now. <laughs> I gave you two thank yous. You want to say yeah, that's now? That's, yeah, what? Give me a fucking no. Give me a dollar. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. I have another, some neuroscience news. Uh, it's already been well known that, I, I don't know if you've heard this. Like, I've heard this before, but it's just kind of another thing that confirms it. That walking makes you grow brain cells. What? Have you heard of that? And walking, oh. exercising. Yeah, there's like a bunch of things. Like some things make them go away. <laughs> like I heard, I don't know if this is still true, but neuroscience is like always coming out with like, oh, chocolate makes you this. And like, you know. Well, chocolate makes you your dick grow three inches. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. This seems pretty, it seems pretty reputable. Like the, the headline is leg exercise is critical to brain and nervous system health. And it's almost like it's not just like walking makes you grow new brain cells it's mm-hmm. that if you if you stop walking 
then your brain dies. Like you, it's almost like if you're not walking, then you, then you're 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 not cells. stimulating the brain cells that need to keep yeah. functioning. Yeah, they said that people who have um, diseases where uh, multiple sclerosis, muscular atrophy, and neuro- neurological diseases often rapidly dec- decline when their movement becomes limited. And so they found that there's this huge link between moving your legs and brain health. And yeah, so it's like, mm. we, so if, yeah, I don't really want to get into it, but yeah, that's, I've heard this before. And, and I recently read something or heard something that somebody went to go visit a campus, a college campus where there are a bunch of neuroscientists and they said they were, everybody was walking around and another neuroscientist said, that's because we all know that walking makes you grow more brain cells. Huh? I mean, I do feel like sometimes to think about things and it does help me like think because it's it's my it is i guess it's i guess it's not mindless but like to me it's kind of mindless so i can you know you're not really focusing on walking just fucking do it but like i will i often when i'm thinking about like songs or structure or like whatever like melody and stuff like that it helps me to walk around mm-hmm. but yeah me too for sure yeah and i yeah i wonder if that's like because we're growing ner- brain cells or if that's something else but yeah i do think yeah. that, I feel that yeah. way too. Yeah. Um, yeah but that's pretty much it i'll read like a little bit just as new research shows that using legs particularly in weight bearing exercise sends signals to the brain that are vital for the production of healthy neural cells the groundbreaking study fundamentally alters brain and nervous system medicine, giving doctors new clues as to why patients with motor neuron disease, multiple sclerosis, spinal at- muscular atrophy, and other neurological diseases often rapidly decline when their movement becomes limited. But it's like weight, so like, do you need to be doing so? Like yeah, fucking yeah. Like some like no, squats I think it's anything or... too. Yeah, anything. squats seem. I think that's what it, what I, I read it yesterday. And it was like, yeah, it's like not only walking, but yeah, it sounds like squats leg day <laughs> yeah Damn. leg day is good for your brain everyone hates leg days they're like they got to stress their legs and their brain apparently but i guess some people love leg day i don't know i just went for a run but i love so. walking so this like I, I found also like another thing i'm doing when i'm going through all these like articles i'm just finding like science that like confirms that my life i'm living is like a good <laughs> one that's like, like i'm doing all the right like things selective confirmation bias yeah yeah i'm just going through and being like see i'm living yeah, a perfect like, life I, science says so yeah you're like that's proven scientific method <laughs> uh so let's see um oh yeah space news yeah that's what you remember planet uh nibiru yeah, from when we were having our conspiracy theory episode. Guess yeah. what? It it might be real. Fuck, I knew it. The headline: The headline, Planet Nine from Outer Space. Is there another world beyond Neptune? <sighs> A newly Fuck. discovered asteroid's unusual orbit supports the idea. That a massive planet lurks in the far reaches of the solar system. An enormous planet containing 10 times the mass of the Earth could explain the unusual orbit of a newly discovered asteroid. 
So, yeah, it's like they found this asteroid that's like it's doing some weird stuff. It's like raised higher. I was kind of I couldn't really understand what they were saying about like I read it a bunch of times, like how how, wonky, like what what exactly it's doing differently. They said it's like raised Mm -hmm. a few degrees. I I don't really understand, but they're like, it's wonky as hell. I could not figure out what the fuck that means. It was wonky as hell. Like the orbit, the orbit is raised up. Yeah, that's I don't know. Look, it doesn't really matter, but yeah, just picture yeah, a wonky orbit. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so they looked at it and they were like running models in there. They're running like physics models, and they're like, "Why could this be happening?" And the only way they could make it in their models look like it does in real life is if they added a big, huge planet way out there. So they're like, "Okay, so that would make that was the only thing that would make this orbit make sense is if there's this planet way out there." So they haven't seen it, but they've seen this comet acting weird. And they're like, the only reason this is that could be acting weird is if there's a planet out there. So I don't know how they're going to find it. They're looking for more asteroids that are acting wonky that could like just be more evidence towards this, but pretty weird. That is weird. It's not the thing that's different I mean, about I, people. I have to say I kind of knew when I saw that video that, Everything that I've been told was a lie. <laughs> the thing about it is uh, the, the people who believe in Planet X or Nibiru think that it's on this weird elliptical orbit where it like shoots out way, way out into the solar system and then comes back in close to the sun and then goes way, way out again. But mm-hmm. I don't think that they're saying that this planet would be like that. I think it has just a regular orbit, but way out there. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like the conspiracy theory planet as described by people. And also those people who believe in that thought it was like coming near Earth really soon. So like it's it's if it Not is out there, that. it's way out there. They said it could be so far away. And they said that other planets like this exist in the solar system. They didn't think or in the universe. And they mm-hmm. see them in other solar systems, but they didn't know we had one. They're like, oh wow, we might have one. Damn. That's cool though. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't yeah, I don't know. Space is fucking crazy. I actually don't love space. It's kind of boring to me a little bit. I don't know. I feel like I just am so... There's this other I news that I didn't... Anything. I try to understand it, but I feel like I'd really need to like know how to crunch numbers and do physics to really love it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just to understand it and yeah, then yeah. you can get like, really like, jacked up on it. Because like when I hear people talk about black holes and stuff, I'm like, uh, yeah, I can like I can under, I can picture that, but I feel like you don't really understand it in a real like deep way until you've crunched the numbers. Yeah. And sorry, guys, we will not be crunching too many numbers here, no. unfortunately. But we'd love to have really a number crunch on the on the show. I'm not bad. I just, I kind of hit a point where I was like, I, I got to Calc 2 in college and I barely passed. And I was like, what? I, I had literally no fucking clue what was going on. I would, luckily, I had a, like, a nice teacher. She knew I was trying. I was just fucking putting random shit down, trying to get partial credit. <laughs> she knew. She knew I had no fucking clue. I didn't even like, get to Algebra 2. Damn. Yeah, I thought algebra was really easy, but then I when I hit calc, I was like, okay, this is, you know, we're fucking putting weird like graphs and like fucking parabolas, and then like, 
fucking, I don't know, like all these weird symbols that I, I just never thought I would use on the calculator. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone cool? at that point was just cheating. Like they would just, you know, they had like all this shit programmed into their, into their calculator, which I did too, but <laughs> I just wasn't good enough at it. Yeah. I, I want to like math, but it just looks so boring. Yeah. I still have like my TI-84 plus. I don't know why. If anyone wants to buy that, like just let me know. I'll give you I'll give it to you for like 30 bucks. Wow. That's a good deal, guys. It, I got it. I fucking bought it for like I think it was like 80 back in like 2000 and like 9. Uh Oh, I got some really good news. It's a kind of a short study, but uh it's very relevant to our other our other passion, which is social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, this study was is called "Why We Fail to Understand Our Smartphone Use." Checking your phone dozens of times daily indicates an unconscious behavior, which is extremely repetitive. Say psychologists. So there's like you know how like I'm addicted to my phone. Mm-hmm. That's something everybody says. There's actually very little research into whether your phone is addictive so they're finally starting to do that i think it's pretty fucking clear yeah no research no research needed like i think everyone would probably agree that i don't know how is it not so i mean yeah i don't know they just said it's repetitive they don't know if it's addictive Mm -hmm. yet but what this one study was just like they just put an app on people's phones that like registered how like when they opened it how long they're using it etc and they found mm-hmm. out, uh, so they, from this data, they were able to calculate the number of total hours usage and the number of checks for each day with the check mm-hmm. defined as any usage lasting less than 15 seconds. So yeah, check versus using. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So they said, they said they found that three day, three bullet points, smartphone usage is repetitive and consistent for each person. Bullet point two, future phone checking frequency can be tr- predicted with very little data. Bullet point mm-hmm. three, a standard survey was unable to predict these behaviors. So people, it's so, I guess what their point is, like, they asked people it's how often the they pick their phone. No, they said they asked people how, lo- how often they check their phone, and they were so wrong. Like, mm-hmm. and so their, their idea behind that is, like, it's so You don't even realize it. It's such a part of, it's below, yeah, it's below your conscious that you don't know it. You're, you're bad you're bad. Can I download an app to figure that out? Because I'd love to know that, actually. I think I, it probably is. I'm sure there. I, I really I've don't. I've heard of them. I think I would be disgusted with the amount of time. But yeah. No, I've heard of apps phone. just like this. Yeah. So they, would be pretty... they said, for example, researchers found that if you check your phone 80 times, a t- 80 times today, you are likely to repeat this behavior every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, you're just, like, extremely, you know how, like, like people love their routines? Yeah. Like, a creature, creatures of habit? That's what we are. Wendy Chan knew it. <laughs> I know I am. Habitual new media. That's her whole thing is, like, this media, the new media, which, like, which is social networks through phones. It's, like, it, act, it acts on people below their consciousness at habitual levels. So it's really, it's weird, right? Yeah. The thing that really made me mad and always still keeps making me mad, and I wonder how we're going to fix this, is, like, I was on my phone for so long last night looking at all these science articles, and I liked it. I was having a good time. And then I wanted to stop using my phone. I wanted to stop looking at my phone for the day. 
So I went to go play guitar. My guitar was out of tune. Guess how I tuned mm. it? My fucking phone. I had to pick up mm. my phone again. And then you get, you know, you do that thing where you need to look at your phone for something. And you open it and then you go to Instagram and you go to something else. And then you like close your phone down. And you're like, oh, shit. I was going in my phone for some other reason. Yeah. It's just like annoying that like opening your phone, your phone is the gateway to so many different things that, yeah, you you just get looped into, into so many different actions that happen beyond your, like below your consciousness. Yeah. It, it is crazy because like my, um, it's the software that I use to like track my hours for work. Um, it, uh, if I'm like idle for 10 minutes, it'll tell me and like, I, couldn't fucking tell you how many times I've just been like zonked out and I go back to my computer mm-hmm. and it's been like, you know, 10 minutes or more. And I'm like, what? Damn. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's so, it's such a, a part. And we were talking about last week about how like tools become extension of your body. Phones are such an extension of our body because like we don't, we use them without thinking about it. It's just like scratching your head or picking your nose or i mean i think if we took a poll of fucking i don't even know fuck say a hundred people i would say the amount of people that would say that their phone is with them for every fucking like 24 hours a day i I would think it would be like 95 percent or 95 people you know like Ninety five percent of any poll, like people always have their phone like on them or near them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't fucking. I'm one hundred. Like, I'm... yeah. To me, like, it's like, are we addicted to our phones or do we just use them a lot? Like, do we are they just extremely useful? Yeah, they are, and I mean that's like how you can communicate at all times with anyone. So yeah, I mean, like I'm usually texting, you know, like maybe at least one person or, I mean, we are all, we have like group chats and shit, <clears throat> you so, know? And like, I mean, I think originally I would always carry my phone around and like, just to know what time it was. Like I never used to wear, I never, I, I did actually wear a watch like maybe right when I first got my phone, but then like, I'm not really like a watch guy. And I was like, I don't fucking need a watch. Like I have a phone. Yeah. So it feels weird. Even, even to go to like to the bathroom without your phone, you're like, Oh no. Yeah, I know. There. Yeah. It's like, fuck, what am I going to do when I'm sitting in here for five minutes? I saw this Nothing. one, uh, but this Buzzfeed reporter, she was like, I haven't pooped without my phone in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I do every once in a while, but like, I'm always like, fuck. What do I do? Look at the wall. Yeah. yeah. It's so boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the thing that I was, I was, uh, was that a talk- Slack message? Yeah. I just got a, I'm on the damn clock. Not really that actually. I'm actually done with work for today, but. Are you um, still there? I'm still there. Yeah. I, I just called you as soon as I finished. Um, mm. But the thing that I always think that could be a solution to this, like I was saying before, like I wish that my phone wasn't the gateway to every single app. Like I wish I had a bunch Mm -hmm. of different like little like different sculptures or different types of phones or different like as if um, like my guitar tuner was like a little disc and then like Instagram was like a little like snark. What? 
I mean, if you just have like an actual guitar tuner. Oh, yeah, no. I guess I'm just saying all the things that are apps, like I wish they were like broken out into different objects so that like, you know, I could put I could put Instagram in like a closet so that when I want to go use it, I have to go over to the closet, open it and take it out so that like my phone so that I'm not unconsciously doing it, you know, so that there's a few steps between me and the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I I always think about how like... um, um magic leap you know i talk about that a lot how like i feel like that's gonna really change whenever augmented reality is out and like you can you can make any object in your environment like i'm looking at a water ball right now like my i could be looking at this through a computer and like the whole interface of an app can be on the water bottle like like projected Mm -hmm. onto it so that that does make me excited for like when all the things that are in our phone can be like shattered out and like paste it all over our environment and all the objects in our environment turn into different apps, you know? Yeah. It's weird that it's weird that water bottle. Yeah. Because I was actually water, a water bottle, but I think I, I just always have my water bottle with me. So yeah. that's kind of another thing. And I, I guess I will say, I mean, I'm always like, what well, fuck? I forgot my water bottle it sucks. <laughs> yeah i don't really know i I mean i just want more more tests into that i'm excited that i mean i can't believe that's the first test like that's the first time 2018 Mm -hmm. first time somebody checked something like this in a scientific way yeah i don't know all the bullshit that's been happening people are like i don't know i don't fucking know uh i'm just spouting bullshit over here guys so let me um, see. There's let me just do a few rapid fire things. I'm pretty much done. I mean, there's a there's <laughs> there's a study where this person, you know how like ter- nor dinosaur news, uh, pterodactyls didn't actually fly splay legged like bats. You know how we always show pterodactyls flying, mm-hmm. just pretty much like bats. This lady was like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." And so they were like, "They were like, when we look when we look at um, dinosaur skeletons, all of their tendons get they're not preserved in the fossil record because they're too soft, right? Like they immediately disintegrate. So when we're looking at bones, we imagine how they might bend. And usually, mm-hmm. and I guess like <laughs> we've been really, <laughs> really like wrong because this lady." She was like, all right, let's take some skeletons of some current animals that are pretty similar, which are like chickens and quails. And she took those chicken bodies and like uh, scanned them in a 3D thing. Uh, she like cut them away, cut them. Uh... Hold on. Let me uh, find. Uh... Let me find the thing that she actually said. Um... Uh. For the study, she used dead quails, birds, birds of the closest living relative of extinct pterosaurs and four-winged dinosaurs. And after carefully cutting away the muscles surrounding the bird's hip joints, she manipulated the joints while taking x-ray videos. That way she could determine the exact 3D positions of the bones and poses where the ligaments prevented further movement. And then they compared that to like what current scientists say, like how they moved. And she was like, nah, none of these movements are possible. So like now, like 
you know how we already thought like oh we were already so wrong about the feathers thing like jurassic park needs to be updated and add feathers to it not only that but they probably didn't move like they did because we that was another assumption we made about how they moved because we didn't take into account when the hell are we gonna know what dinosaurs actually like looked like and like yeah i know it's weird i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of psyched for like the fucking like the uh jurassic park like they're just that's just gonna be Jurassic Park with like an asterisk next to it. Like, <laughs> sorry guys, like, none of this is real. <laughs> they get all the same cast back together like one more time. Yeah, so that's want... pretty much that. Just like, whoa. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Any more rapid fire? Uh. Florida coral reefs plagued with mysterious disease. There's a disease they don't know what it is in the reefs. Just killing a lot of stuff. It sucks. Uh, vitamin B12 breakthrough. More complete vegetarian diet. They found a way to put B12 into plants so that vegetarians can get that B12. I guess that's the thing that they lack a lot. Because they're not getting it in, like, yeah, what? In meat. Like, fucking, like... In meat. Don't they get that in, like, fish oil, too? I guess they're vegetarian. That's, yeah, that's vegan. Vegans wouldn't eat fish oil. Mm. Yeah, I don't think vegetarians eat fish oil either. Um, there was a really funny thing that was going around last week. I, I just missed it when we did it. It was octopuses are not aliens. But there's a study. <laughs> there's like a a bunch of scientists were like, we think octopuses might be aliens, man. Like, you know how mm-hmm. you know the idea of panspermia. Hmm. It's just the idea that that life started on Earth by there was some bacteria on a comet or something that hit the Earth and then that bacteria like sort of just changed over time and became what we are. And that's still like people still think that about how life may have very like started at the very beginning. But Mm -hmm. there's like every I guess every few years, every decade or so, a bunch of scientists are like, whoa, we think octopuses might be that like they're so much different from the rest of the animals. Like they must have come here on a comet. And like there are, but and every other scientist other than these ones are like, "You're fucking stupid! Please stop saying that! Please, please stop saying that!" Every time, yeah, and yes, that's pretty much it. They're just like you're just spreading conspiracy. Yeah, like I know it's fun to think about, but it's not. I mean, octopus do look like your 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 uh, typical like stereotypical alien. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the head shape and like the eyes, kind of like. Kind yeah. of like um, that one show, that like uh, Mars Attack, Farland show. Oh, yeah, you know, American Dad Alien, Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind, of, he kind of looks like a uh, octopus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's yeah, so weird. That. I didn't read the report from the original scientist, but every other scientist was like, "You're fucking dumb. Why would you yeah. like?" It's it makes you think like, "Wow, scientists! I could be a scientist if like they're about if they're going to say things that dumb." Yeah, they really are just regular people. Oh, these are others like and, like like scientists that were saying this. Yeah, oh. like people that you would they would legit call themselves scientists. They weren't these weren't just randos. Yeah, <sighs> I feel like I need to. We need to get a scientist on the show. Yeah, I'd like to interview one. I mean, there's lots of like any of these stories. I'd love to interview like the Lolita person, the, the whale, the person who wrote that. Anybody, about the anybody whale. with like a anybody with like a you know like. A degree. I think, I think, or maybe not even a degree. I don't know. Just 
I don't know, prove that you're. I wish we had more listeners so that I felt comfortable asking a scientist to come on the show. Like, if I could tell them we would have more than ten listeners, ten listeners, I would, I'd do it. Like, if I had, if we had two hundred listeners, I'd be comfortable with it. But we have, you know, maybe twenty max on a good episode. Yeah. Well, we're. I think that's it. This is only the second episode, so we're getting there, guys. Yeah, that's pretty much... I have a few other stories, but they're not that interesting. Quantum effects observed in photosynthesis. That's pretty cool that like plants have these biological parts that use quantum mechanics to uh, do photosynthesis. I don't really mm. understand it, but that they were like... Yeah, this the, that doesn't this, really mean anything to me, but this cool. Is the conclu- yeah, this is the first time... This is the first time quantum mechanical behavior was proven to exist in biological systems that are involved in photosynthesis. I'd heard that before, that they thought that was likely, but this is like proof they finally found it. Pretty interesting. Shit. I was pretty sure that was just not not a thing. I was... Huh. Well, that's pretty much it for Science Friday. What was your favorite uh, story? I think the second one. I'm trying to think what. What was the one after that? No, we talked about like five things. I'm having trouble remembering what what we talked about. Planet Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one. Planet Nine. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of with you on the. I'm pretty like I like animal stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, you know what? My favorite was the chimpanzees. Oh, that were humans aren't (laughs) special. Yeah, I just like I just like picturing like a few like scientists and be like, oh, there it is. Well, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is like, there's a guy in there that like was like certain that it was not true. He's like, oh, okay. Like these muscles are just yeah. for you. Like nobody else has. Oh, but what do you? What is this right here? Ugh, I'm just picturing okay. like handing like a bloody bone like to him like. Eh. Well, that's it. All right. That's <laughs> like, let's pack it up, guys. <laughs> good work. Have a good weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I do like Life the of- people. I, I do like that just humans keep getting dethroned. Like, we love to put ourselves yeah. up on a pedestal and then scientists keep being like, and no, because it like started with like, you know, like, we thought that we were the center of the universe that the sun revolved around us. And then we were, they were like, oh, actually, <laughs> we're just a planet revolving around the sun. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else feeling kind of weird? <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody likes to hear that they are aren't special. Yeah. yeah, you're just another fucking... You're just another piece of dust in the wind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My favorite story was the whale one, just because, like, I feel like it would be so nice if we let that whale go. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Hopefully, there's a live stream when that does happen, because I think that it will happen. If it doesn't, that's kind of crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Thanks for sticking around, everyone. 
This has been Science Friday. Or, fuck. Thursday. This has been Science Thursday. You don't even listen to Science Friday and you keep saying it. I know. It just rolls off the tongue. I don't know. Guys, if you can, if I have a one quick request, get on Twitter, tweet at the corporation that owns that stupid, um, um, what is it called? Sea land or something? Aquarium. Aquarium. Tweet at them and tell them, like, free. free Lolita. Let's, let's set this. Fight to the end, but I'm only human. That's right. And Lolita's only a whale. And what do whales need? Family, like humans. We all need something to lean on. We all need something to believe in. I don't know whales, about you, but I believe it. Whale's native name is Tokate. Let's get Tokate into the wild. Back out to its home. In the ocean. I used to sing God. this song. This is like one of the first songs I liked. Like, you know, yeah. when the, what was the first song that you were like, oh, I like music? I don't know. I couldn't. I, I, that's a really, really tough question. I feel like I remember it, and I think it was Sugar Ray Fly. It's funny because like that's Smash was, Mouth song. That was going to be my, I was going to be mine, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> really? I think I remember you liking that song, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, that wow. was my first. That was the first album I ever had." Yeah. Also, I used to, yeah, like this is the first, the first song I liked, I, I, and this is the first thing I wanted to be. I wanted to be a whale trainer. It was the first thing I learned how to really draw well. Was a killer whale. Yeah, I used to draw whales all the time. Yeah, well, I do remember you drawing whales. You had a magnet, that one magnet you drew. Mm-hmm. Right, well. All right. Thanks I for think, listening, guys. I think, I think Michael would want to set Lolita free if he was here. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I was, like, the thing is, is like we're, the, the Earth's going away. We're fucking destroying the planet. We're not going to be here in a hundred years. Like, it's going to be wrecked. Like, I, the way I see it, we're basically on the Titanic after it already hit the iceberg and we're sinking right now. Mm-hmm. And the best thing we can do is just do some, like, we're gone. We're gone. We're done. The best thing we can do is just like, like those guys at the boat. You remember the string quartet that was just like playing as the boat was sinking? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all we have to do now. Like, the boat's sinking. Let's just do some beautiful stuff. And one of the most beautiful things we could do is set this well free. Yeah. I think everyone would agree with that, too. Except, like, one or two people that are at this fucking facility. At least let a vet come in there and see if they can do it. Yeah. And I doubt the vet's going to say we can't let it into a netted safe area in the ocean. Like, it'll be fine. No, you don't need to be a vet to say that. I'll say it right now. You can. Let's listen to the slow part.
conversations in my violence, in my turbulence, in my fear, in my conditions, in my anguish, in my pain. Hashtag free Lolita. Hashtag free Tokita. Hashtag Science Thursday. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. You're always in my heart. All right. See you next week. Uh, See you next week.